Well, good morning. Today we will go ahead and begin to take a look at Matthew chapter 27. So please go ahead and open your Bibles up there, Matthew chapter 27. We will only be covering the first 10 verses of Matthew 27 today, but we will be looking at uh, some other scriptures as well as we go along in today's study. So hopefully if you're able to read along with us, you have found Matthew chapter 27. And beginning in verse 1, it says, When morning came, all the chief priests and elders of the people plotted against Jesus to put him to death. So from our last study, we know that Jesus had been brought into captivity and his captors have now had their kangaroo court, right? And we know that they had paid a man named Judas to betray Jesus. And now as we're reading here at the beginning of chapter 27, their sinister and extremely evil inspired plot continues on. And you know, as I was studying for this, the thought was coming to my mind that in this world, evil is relentless. I don't know if you've realized that yet in your life or you noticed that, but evil is relentless. The perpetrators of evil, when they are out to get someone, will stop at nothing till they smell and taste blood, right? As was the case with Jesus. They made false accusations against him and set him up for condemnation. They, they condemned Jesus. And with the case of these men here that we read about in verse 1, they will not be satisfied until they see the death of the most innocent man whoever lived, Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. And at least at this part in the story, as we're continuing to go through Matthew, at this part in the story, it seems that evil has won. And it is very evident that even in our day and age, like I said, evil is relentless. Evil rages on in the world today. Through Satan, the father of lies, the god of this age, the prince of the power of the air, evil continues on in this world. And those that fall for the lies of Satan and stand for the evil in this world, they will continue to cheat and to lie all in an effort to get what they want. And again, they are relentless in their endeavors. And the sad fact of the matter is that in this world, evil doers do have their victories. Evil seems to win in this world. People are still willing today to betray the Lord in the way that they perpetrate evil, just like Judas betrayed the Lord. 
Judas has, he had a lust for money and what money could buy. Though he gave an appearance, though, think about this, Judas gave an appearance of being a follower of Jesus or what one might call today a Christian. Many people give that appearance today, don't they? He was very much, though, a man of the world, loved things, loved money, loved his own desires above the will of the Lord. That's what his heart and mind was fixed on. I'll give you a modern-day example. Um, Everyone knows, for example, that God says, thou shalt not kill, right? And yet people today promote the killing of life in the womb of a woman. They kill that life. They destroy that life. No matter how they try to, to write it off or pass it off, this exists in our world today. And, and people today who profess to be Christians will turn a blind eye to this. And they'll vote for and they'll legislate the murder of life in the womb. And yet they'll profess to be Christians. You see, people couldn't care less about the truth as it is written in the word of God as long as they get their way. That is, as long as their ideologies are promoted, the things they want, right? The causes that they support. They don't care what the word of God says. They don't care if what they're doing is evil. As long as what appeals to their flesh, to their eye, to their emotions, to their political upbringings, as long as these things get satisfied, they, they, they'll just keep on living in the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. They'll betray the word of God in a heartbeat, and they don't want to hear it. And they'll kill a heartbeat while doing so. They will lie themselves, and they will promote their lies to get others to believe their lies, all in an effort just to get what they want. This was what Judas was like. And this is what these men that are plotting against Jesus are like. Though they say they're religious people. The truth of the word of God does not seem to matter in our society today. And I don't know that it really ever has mattered all that much. But I'm not too naive to think that it really does, but it is a shame that people don't seem to understand what real Christianity is as it was displayed by the life of Jesus Christ. Today, the news, the internet, social media continues to perpetuate the lies, and people jump right on board, and evil seems to win. It seems like evil's winning. The Son of God, as we, as we see him in the scriptures, here he's about to be done away with, or at least they think so, right? Evil seems to win, or at least they think so. But you know, I want to expound a little bit more. I know I've only covered one verse here, 
But I'm, I'm kind of looking at the hearts of people that are like these men that are plotting against Jesus. And as we see evil in our world today, right? But I want to expound a little bit more this morning about that on, on the subject of the times that we now live in. There's really nothing new under the sun. Sin has abounded since the fall of mankind in the Garden of Eden. But what I'd like for you to do right now is go ahead and mark this page in your Bible. And if you're not following along in the Bible, that's fine. Uh, but pay attention to the scriptures that I'm going to be reading to you today from the Word of God. But mark this page and turn to Romans chapter 1. So you're in the book of Matthew right now. You have Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, then Romans. Romans chapter 1. I want you to look down and begin reading with me in verse 24, and I'm going to expound on some things today. Again, kind of equating what was happening in the life of Jesus Judas, someone who seemed to be a follower. Think about that in our day and age. Someone seems to be a follower of Jesus or they call themselves a Christian, but yet they're willing to betray the word of God. And then you got men that are plotting against Jesus and it seems that evil is having its victory in the world. Evil is winning. Verse 24 of Romans chapter one, it says, therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness and the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves. Now, I really encourage you to take some time and read this chapter on your own in its entirety. I'm jumping in at verse 24 here. But here in these verses, it's speaking of people that do not want to, that do not want to honor God with the way that they live their daily lives. Like I said, they could care less or they couldn't care less. And maybe somehow you are watching this video right now or you are listening to this audio right now and you'd proudly say, yep, that's me. I couldn't care less about God or the things of God. And I've met people like that. And I used to be one of those people. Well, you could take joy in the fact, though, that the Bible speaks of you. Right here in these verses, the Bible is going to speak about you, that person that could care less about God, couldn't care less. What's the right way to say that? Couldn't care less, could care less. Anyway, you know, you get what I'm saying, right? The Bible is going to speak about that person here. It's speaking about a people who love a God they would never say they do, but they love a God that they conjure up in their own minds, even if that God is the one that they see in the mirror every morning. That's their God. They have a gospel of their own as well, and it might be a social gospel, right, or a health and wealth gospel, a I am the Lord of my own life kind of gospel, or simply a I believe in Jesus but I don't read the Bible kind of gospel. And in having their own version of the gospel, they despise the gospel as it is written in the word of God, or at best they simply ignore it, what's written in the word of God. 
And the gospel written in the word of God says that you must repent of your sin and you must be born again of the spirit. But these people that Romans chapter one is going to talk about is rather, they, they, they would rather believe in, in the God of their belly. You know, they're the type of people that say, oh, I go with my gut. Not the leading of the spirit, they go with their gut. And they're ignorant too. And they're unaccepting of the truth as it is contained in the word of God, the Bible. Sadly, many professing Christians do not even know the God of the Bible. They just profess to be Christians. They simply receive something that was pleasantly presented to them. And then they twist it and they package it all up to be a way that they like it to be. They like the, the mob mentality, the hip, the, the dope mentality of the, the modern world, right? And they refuse to take the time to come to know the true and the living God. They refuse to spend the time to open up the Bible and rightly divide the word to find out what truth really is. Still speaking of these people, verse 25 continues on here and says, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Now, I won't have you turn there right now, but listen to these verses that I'm about to read to you. They're from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 2 through 5. I'm going to go through that right now, and I just want you to just pay attention to these scriptures, okay? Speaking of the last times, the end of days, right? Men will be lovers of themselves, it says. Lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Do you hear that? Lovers of themselves, it says. Lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient, unthankful, unholy. Look up those scriptures on your own later. Again, 2 Timothy chapter 3. And just read the whole chapter. Right? So lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers. Have you listened to the lyrics of popular music today? I'm this, I'm that, look at my cash, forget you, look at me. And that's about as clean as I can make it, right? But you know, I looked up some lyrics to the number one songs for 2020 before writing this teaching. These secular songs are all about that. They're all about being lovers of, of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, Judas-type people, people that are willing to just sell out the Lord and sell out to this world, right? Verses, verse 3 of Second uh, Timothy goes on to say, that in the last days people will be unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good. Think about that, slanderers, right? Making up lies about other people. 
Do we see that in the world today? If you don't, you're blind. They put a, if you put a lie on social media enough, before you know it, millions of people are believing it. They never look to see whether it was true. They're just believing it. You know, I should have had you turn there. I'm quoting 2 Timothy so much. But again, it says the people are without self-control, brutal. Have you seen them rioting in the streets in 2020? Just going up, hitting people over the head? Brutal people. Despising what is good. They hate what is good. Despising righteousness, despising peace, despising self-control, which, by the way, all of which are fruits of the Spirit, those that are truly walking in the Spirit. And the people that are not out doing these things, but want what they want, they're willing to just, like I said, turn the blind eye, and they won't call it out for what it really is, and that is evil. And talking about how people in the, the last days will despise what is good, do you know that the Bible book of Romans chapter 13 says what it speaks about law enforcement and how law enforcement is good? Do we see law enforcement being despised? Do we see the perpetrator, perpetrators of evil and lies wanting to defund the police? And get rid of what is good? Acting like law enforcement as a whole is all bad? Despising the truth? Not looking at it in a rational manner? Verse 4 of 2 Timothy chapter 3 says of those people that they're traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God? Come on, are we living in the last days? Having a form of godliness but denying its power and from such people turn away? Again, look, a lot of people doing these things or supporting those that do will call themselves Christians today. The ones that will turn the blind eye to it. The ones that won't stand up and come out against it. They'll call themselves Christians but let me tell you something. Even though American politics are clearly moving in an ungodly direction, there is not a political answer to the sin that lies within the hearts of human beings. There's not a political answer to this. God is love, and God has given the answer. The answer is you must be born again. And if you don't know this, Jesus is the one that said that. You must be born of the Spirit. You must repent and be washed, be made clean by dying to yourself and coming to Christ. Dying to yourself, not being a boaster, not being proud of yourself, loving of yourself. Dying to yourself, taking up the cross, repenting of your sin. Stop giving yourself to the God of this age, Satan, and give yourself instead to the God that originally created everything as good. 
You see, people like to blame God for the evil in the world today. He didn't create it. Go back and read Genesis. Everything he created was good. It's your choices that corrupt this world. Sin has corrupted everything and everyone. And so many of you are still loving your sin and loving the things of this temporary world. Trying to get something for yourself and in the meantime, you're losing your soul. In this world, it does seem as if evil wins, but it's all very temporary. But it rages on. People will keep fornicating and killing the lives that come as a result of their fornication. They'll keep legislating what is evil and they'll call it good. They'll call it love. They'll keep making up lies about what really is good, and they'll call that evil. If you're not seeing this, you need to wake up. And this will continue on until someday when the judgment finally comes, and it is coming for sure. It's getting close. But as we read on, verse 26 here in Romans 1 continues to describe our world today, and it says of those people, for this reason God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. You see, people hate scriptures like this. They hate the Bible because it stands against the sinful lifestyle that they love. They don't want to receive in their hearts what the word of God has to say. They want to blaspheme the Bible and the holy God of the Bible. You may even hate me if you've stumbled upon this audio somehow. You've come upon this video. You may hate me for even reading it out loud like I'm doing here. But let me tell you something. This is a love outreach. And the way I'm teaching this today is all in an effort to bring you to a place of eternal and abundant life. And God is still reaching out to you with the greatest love of all. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and the glory of God is the standard that is set to see God, to know God, and to know the abundant life that God has for you and me. We must repent of sin and come to Jesus and be born again. It's the narrow path. Few find it because it's not the easy path. See, it's easy just to float downstream with everyone else, right? To just join the party, join the crowd, join the cause, jump on board, jump on some bandwagon today of, of this or that, right? Instead of standing up for truth, 
But the answer is simple. But yet, it's hard for people to receive because they love their sinful lifestyle, so they don't want to repent. You see, sin condemns you and me, but God in Christ Jesus forgives you and me. Your sin, though, will separate you from God. But if you want to live contrary to his word, he's not going to stop you. He loves you too much. He didn't make you to be a robot. He doesn't force his will upon you. So like it says here, he gave them over. But the wages of sin is death. You will have hell to pay. But again, the good news is that God has a gift for you if you're willing to repent and come into the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ. The gift is eternal life. And the gift is an abundant life in Jesus. A life where you walk with God by faith and not by what you see or what you feel. What your emotions tell you. It's not what it's about. It's about truth. What is the truth? When you look at things on social media or on the news platforms that are out there today, what is the truth? And if you're not born of the Spirit of God, you're probably going to be blind to the truth. But you see, Jesus said the reason that people won't come to him is because they love the darkness. That is, they love their sin. And they love their sin so much that they're willing to live a life that shows that they hate God. And they hate those that stand for God, that stand for the truth of the word of God. So they lie, they steal, they kill, they riot, they do all of this other stuff. They make laws that are anti-biblical, anti-God. And they're, all, they're doing this all by the leading of their God, Satan, without even knowing it. They may not profess, Satan is my God, but he's the one behind all this evil. And they fight to promote their lies, to perpetuate their evil schemes, just like they did against Jesus. They were relentless in it. They're going to tear down what is good so that they can have what feels good to them. And look, I'm telling you again, I was a part of that crowd in my younger years, so I have no fingers to point, only experiential wisdom to offer. Verse 28 here says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. It's not normal. It's not right. It's not what God designed. But they're doing them. But why does it seem that evil wins in the world today? Because this present world is dark and it's full of people with debased minds. They have no values. They have no morals, no loyalty, no integrity. Sin comes easy to them. Again, been there, done that. And they stand proudly in their self-righteous ideologies, fighting for their causes. They stand proudly in their causes, ignorant to the truth. And maybe this is describing you today, or maybe you're supporting 
those people. Verse 29, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful. Again, are we not seeing these things in our society today and for many years now? Many people have such debased minds today that they don't even know what sexual immorality is. They've never been taught what moral sexuality is as God designed it, the way that God designed for it to be one man, one woman. That's it. They've only grown up inundated by the doctrines of this world and their own philosophies and what a professor may have said in their universities. They don't even know what covetousness is because their minds are filled with ads that promote materialism. Get these shoes, get that hat, get me this, get me that. They, they think that they are not being malicious if the destruction that they go out and cause is for a good cause, as they call it. They think that they're not being malicious. They think, oh, I'm standing for what's right. I'm standing for, I'm fighting for what needs to be fought for. Hey, our cause matters, so let's go out and maliciously destroy the good businesses of our community, community that supply our needs. That's the Satan-run world that we live in today. Again, if you've come upon this teaching and you're one of those people, then that's, the, that's your God, Satan. And if you're one of those people that profess Christianity but yet support these things and vote for these things, vote for people, for the murderers of babies, vote for evil things, all because it's something within your cause, something that makes you feel good, but there's no truth behind it. It's like we're living in the Wizard of Oz age, right? Where there's just some great truth out there, but if you pull back the curtain, it's nothing. There's nothing there. But do you know what the Bible says? Do you know, do you know what the Bible says about overcoming evil? Romans 12, 21, in the word of God says that you overcome evil with good. Not with violence, not with destruction, not with a political agenda. You overcome evil with good. But the minds of people today are too debased to realize what is good. So they need to be born again. They need to be renewed in the spirit of their mind. That's it. Christ is the only hope. Christ in you. It's the only hope. It's the only true change. I'm teaching this only because that I know that in one point in my life, that's what I needed. I was that debased mind person that needed Christ and still need him 
for every breath I take today. Verse 32, still speaking of these people who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. So you see, there are those that go out, like I've been saying, there are those that go out and do the evil, acts of destruction today, right? And there are those that are behind the scenes funding them in their dirty deeds, those that are behind the scenes cheering them on, but acting like they're righteous, turning a blind eye to the evil. Social media platforms conceal, concealing the truth and putting forth the lies so that if enough destruction is caused, if enough chaos occur, occurs, then maybe people will want to change things so that the behind-the-scenes people are the ones really getting what they want. So they put forth all these lies. And those with the debased minds and those that are performing the lawless deeds are the fools that are really just servants to their funders. Look, I'm telling you that they will give you whatever you want as long as you perform their dirty deeds for them and keep yourself as a servant to their system. They'll keep you down. They'll give you checks. They'll give you things, phones, whatever you want if you'll just keep doing their dirty deeds and living under the God of this age, Satan, that wants to kill, steal, and destroy, who wants to ruin your soul for all eternity. The big wigs of Matthew chapter 27, right? They were behind what Judas was doing. They paid Judas. So as we flip back to Matthew chapter 27, just as it was in Jesus' day, so it is today. Evil seems to win. Evil seems to have the victory in our world today. Jesus was nothing but good, the ultimate form of good, none better than him, nor has there ever been a human life better since him. But they lied about him. And it seems that at least at this part of the story, they're going to be victorious in their lies. Their evil plots were successful over the life of Jesus, or at least it seemed that way at that time. Evil is having its way in verse 2, Back in Matthew chapter 27 continues and says, And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that he had been condemned, was remorseful and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? You see to it. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. But the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, it is not lawful to put them into the treasury because they are the price of blood. And they consulted together and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Therefore, that field has been called the field of blood to this day. 
Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the value of him who was priced, whom they of the children of Israel priced, and gave them for the potter's field as the Lord directed me. So he's quoting Jeremiah there. But like I said, Judas was a servant to the big boys. He had his funders as well, didn't he? The rich elite behind the scenes were willing to give a handout to Judas if he would just betray the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But in the end, what they gave to Judas meant nothing to them as long as they got what they wanted. Let me ask you something. Are you selling out to the world today? Are you buying the lies? Is your mind already debased? If so, you may be one of the ones that is hating what I'm saying right now. But you know what? It's never too late to repent. I'm telling you, there is truth, and Jesus is that truth. There is a way, and Jesus is that way. There is an abundant life, and Jesus is that life. And you can call out to him today and be set free from the lies that have deceived you. All things become new to those that are willing to repent and to be in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus. If that is you today, then do you feel the Spirit of the Lord tugging at you, the love of God tugging on your heart right now as you get an understanding of what is written in His Word? You see, your soul, your heart, that's the target of the greatest love outreach of all. God in Christ Jesus wants to reconcile you unto himself. He wants to redeem you and to save your lost soul, to bring you back into his kingdom, the kingdom of God. And the way that he's provided for this to happen is through his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Drop this world. Drop its system. It's only trying to kill you, to steal from you, to to utterly destroy your soul. Right where you are right now, be willing to die to yourself and come to faith in Jesus. Ask him to come into your heart and be the Lord of your life. Repent of your sin. Then be willing to be an obedient follower of his and what his word says. He becomes your Lord, your master, the one you serve. Give him control of every aspect of your life. Ask him to renew your mind by his spirit. When the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. It may seem that evil wins in this world. And as we'll continue to read this story in a future study, we'll see that it it gets even worse, of course, for Jesus. But this world, and more specifically Satan, used Judas He bought him for a cheap and a worthless price. Don't sell yourself out cheap to this world. Don't lose your soul. Repent and come to Jesus. And for those of you that already profess to be Christians, but you hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you today through this study, through the Word of God, there's still space for you to repent as well. 
Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you again for your living word. I pray for the souls of everyone that hears your word today, Lord. Everyone that will hear this recording, watch this video, whatever the case may be, Lord, that hearts would be turned to you, that we would fix our eyes on you, Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We are living in the last days, even if it's 20, 30 years, 100 years. This is it. As far as, as prophecy is concerned, Jesus, you are, you are it. It is finished. You are the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through you. And we're living in a time where evil is, is abounding. And, and, and I'm, again, I'm, I'm not saying it hasn't been for years, but it's getting worse and worse. That which is called good is actually evil today. People think they're standing for something, but they're destroying everything, including their own soul. Because they haven't come to the greatest love of all. You, Jesus, the gift of love. And today you still are reaching out by your spirit, drawing men unto you, giving them the opportunity to repent. That message has been put forth today. And I pray that whoever listens will yield their heart and minds to you this day. Again, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your love. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, God bless. If you have any questions or you want to contact us, you can do so through our website, which is on the screen here. And uh, love to pray for you or answer any questions that we possibly can. But thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.